Y'all, welcome back. I, I am so excited. I can't contain my excitement. It's been a while, so I, I'm I'm high on the adrenaline rush. Uh, Eric and Ashley are here, and you know, just my opinion, but I feel like there are shows, Olsen Twins, you guys know what I'm talking about? I mean, obviously, they, they do less heroin, but otherwise, you know, pretty much pretty much spot on. Uh, but well, okay, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 2021. If you are on heroin right now, I'm not judging you because uh, today's been today's been interesting. Um, I promise anybody that tuned into this, all 18 of you, we are not going to stay on politics long. Like we, I had a whole script. Like had we done this show last night, it would have been a totally different show. But uh, today's January 6th, and things happened. Um, hey guys, how was how was your day today? You know, my day started off pretty good, actually. Right, like. Georgia Senate thing went pretty well. I thought that was going well. I yeah. I watched Let Them All Talk this morning while I was mm. doing some work. That was a solid HBO Max movie. Things were going good. Had a little lunch, and then Ashley over here is like, "Hey, turn on CNN," <laughs> <laughs> and I do that. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, good. There's now a violent component to this coup that is happening in America." <laughs> all hell broke loose, dude. It doesn't feel like it. Like like. I don't know how much we're going to overstate this. And again, anybody listening, promise five minutes, we're going to get this off our chest. But like, how, like, does it really feel like all hell has broken loose? Like, is there any worse that could happen here? Well, yes. I was thinking, I mean, yeah, I think I potentially there is, but I was thinking back about some of our other podcast episodes where we, Joe, you asked Eric and I, if we felt like the election was wrapped up, this is a done deal. Once, you know, the votes were counted and uh, I was pretty confident that I was like, yeah, that, you know, democracy, the system works for us. And I, I, I feel um, naive that I didn't see this coming. I, you know, I thought today was going to be a contentious day. I had already sort of prepped myself not to have the TV on because I just didn't want to hear. I, I did not, not need to hear the objections speak all day long because what good is that going to do? Why? Nothing. But then... Yeah, I mean, I started getting texts from friends and saw what was going on on the TV. And I mean, just total jaw drop, like eyes come out of your head, cannot believe what you're seeing. And it's unreal. It genuinely feels like a movie. Yes. Like this is like Syria or like Venezuela. You know what I mean? Like this, this is. Well, did anybody see Wonder Woman 84? It kind of. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, really? And sort of, I was going, oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to copy anything from that movie. So no, unfortunately <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just what like I saw like literally right before this. Uh, Vance's wife, friend of the show, shout out, text me that Twitter just banned Trump. Did y'all see this? Yeah, for twelve hours. Yeah, he a no sitting president of you'd think a, a leading nation in the world just got suspended from Twitter because he poses a threat. That's what a world we live in, y'all. This is insane. Total insanity. Two more weeks. Let's just, Bro. Let's just get to Inauguration Day. <sighs> the only interesting things that are coming out of this is I guess there's some talk about possible invocation of the 25th Amendment, yeah. possible articles of impeachment being drawn up again, just so you know, some semblance of responsibility can be taken. Like we can't allow this to go down in history and just have it happen and move on. Like there's got to be some kind of consequence to that. Whether any of that actually comes to fruition, we'll see probably doubt. Yeah. But. Or whether or not that coming to fruition would only incite True. more people to action, right? Like that's also a concern you would have to have, I think at this point. I did hear though, 
and I don't, somebody will have to fact check, but if you do have the 25th amendment invoked that it would, um, bar him from running again in 2024, or if he was successfully impeached, it would bar him from ever being able to actually run for president again, which would, that would just (laughs) take that That off off of my face would be great. So, um, y'all want to pretend today didn't happen and and go to the shit I had that I was going to ask you. Yeah, bro. I like it. Well, uh, well guys, big news for this podcast. Um, Denise Miller is an angel and thank you kindly. Um, for, for IRS purposes and cases of tax write-off, she donated $80,000 to the podcast. So (laughs) write that shit off. Denise. We got receipts. Yeah. (laughs) I will print your receipt right now. I I will write it on the back of the sketch pad that I have in front of me. Like totally. It's legit. So dude, thank you genuinely. You are too kind. Uh, if anybody out there gives a cent, I can't believe you did it. So thank you. Seriously. Um, so yeah, guys, how was Christmas? Like, it, it feels so weird to try and dig back that far, but I seriously, like, I haven't talked to y'all and let's get some semblance of, you know, normalcy and, and try and act like, you know, the holidays were nice and that there's a new year upon us. So how was Christmas, guys? Christmas was good. Um, did have to do a little like quarantining before, you know, trying to be responsible Oh, yeah. um, to gather the family together, but it was just the nuclear family. So my sister, her husband baby nephew and uh, mom and dad. Uh, but it was great. We spent uh, three wonderful days together, 23rd, 24th, 25th. Um, my nephew is a Christmas day baby. So he's born on the 25th. So our Christmases are, and it was his first birthday. So he's one years old. Uh, so Christmases are kind of forever changed for us. So we kind of celebrate it. We did our thing on the 23rd and then I hung out with my parents a bit on the 24th and, um, all came back together on the 25th and kind of made it a birthday thing, but it was, it was lovely, really important, great family time. So equally important question. Um, are you guys going to make a conscious effort to buy him birthday things and then also Christmas things? Like, is we that, did. Yeah. we absolutely did. Yeah, we could, we, so we did like, we have always done Christmas, like our, the Adams family has always done Christmas on Christmas Eve anyway. So that always worked out well for us. Um, and Lauren would always go with Philip on the 25th and he lives, his family's in Dallas. So they would just drive early in the morning and get to do both, which worked out super well. Um, didn't travel this year for COVID stuff, but, um, so we did it on the 23rd. So now Lauren and Philip are kind of starting their own family, you know, Christmas on the 24th, which good for them. We did the 23rd, but yeah, we gave him concerted Christmas gifts and then separate birthday gifts on the 24th. Good dude, seriously, good for you. Also, I'd like to think it's because I'm genuinely a good comedian, so I'm above it, but it's actually because I'm just kind of dumb and can't believe I've never put together Adam's family. How have, like, I can't I'm believe sure you threw that I, out. There's no, no way you didn't do that. Dude, if, if so, right? maybe yeah. I've just, you know, maybe I've just kind of forgotten. There is an extra in the, in the, in the theatrical the fictional version, but I can't yeah. believe I've never played on that. There's it's just such a, I'm, I'm an idiot. All right. So, E, man, were you in, Minnesota for Christmas or, or was that after? No. So I went to Waco with my parents to see Nick and his wife and their two girls for Christmas. As most people. We were just, yeah, as everybody does. Everybody goes. Destination. I don't know why you went. It's such a beautiful <laughs> place. Anyway, so I went there and we did Christmas there. And then uh, the following Monday, that whole group flew up to Minnesota to visit my brother and his girlfriend. Man. So that was cool. And that was the first time I've ever seen like a bunch of snow in my ever, life. Ever? 
ever, man. I never traveled in the winter, so anything in Texas is all I had known. Whoa. So that, that was a wild experience. What's your take on the snow? Did you get to see it falling? Was it kind of yes, hard to did. I, soft snow? It was soft snow, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it gets like frozen, and then it's just like hunks of No, this was that powdery, like, picturesque. Nice. Like, Got that powder. Idyllic thing. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. It's really quite beautiful. And like the eight-year-old inside of me was just in awe all the time. Like we would drive by and like we spent a little bit of time like standing on this frozen lake that was enormous and had like snow all over it. And I just laughed because like, what else am I gonna do? This is ridiculous. People live like this. Dude, what are you talking about? Minnesota is that real winter. I mean, South D Minnesota, any of that nonsense. Like, did y'all like play in it? Play in it? Like we like throwing snowballs and stuff. Yeah, we did some sledding and we oh, man. Did it a little bit. Sledding. I love it. Yeah, it was it was it was cool. I was pretty careful because I tend to hurt myself on vacations. Dude. So I didn't I didn't try too many snow activities, but it was it was really quite cool. And I I get why people deal with it because it is really fun and it's not as prohibitive as I imagined it would be, at least for the week I was there. I can't imagine dealing with it for four months. Yeah. My mom, that, she has like, she has like PTSD from shoveling snow for, you know, forever walking. Ha- you know, I've heard all the stories. I walked to school yeah. every day. I, those stories are absurd and, you know, fun and colloquial. But if you live in a town like Pierce, South Dakota, people mm-hmm. actually do mm-hmm. walk right. to school and work in multiple feet of snow, knee deep or higher. And it's just no big deal. It's just, it's just I mean, you just end up with like wet shoes and pants oh, and everything. You, you wear knee high boots and uh-huh. you carry tennis shoes. Literally oh, right. like that's what right. you, or like a backpack or, you know, whatever, like some form. And like you, you basically, you get to work and change. And then you, change. Right. Yeah, I have all like a whole bunch of cold weather gear that I'm never going to use again that I spent yeah. a bit of money on just to go on vacation. Right. And like, that was one thing that struck me. I was like, Oh, if I want to go outside, I got to take like 10 minutes to put shit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was wild. Just taking the dogs out for a walk around the block to let them do the things. It's just like, this fucking sucks. Oh my God. Hurry up. I would dog. probably not have a dog just for that reason. Yeah. It's, it's just such a hassle. It's, my brother has two dogs and he's like, yeah, this is. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh, man. <laughs> and All right. poor dogs having to go out in the cold, cold snow, too. Dude, but I mean, it was cool. It was cool seeing a five year old and a three year old experience snow for the yeah. first time. Like, they had a blast and it was adorable and it was great to spend time with them. So I love it. it and great. they had just gotten all their Christmas toys. So like they are as like, in a, as like for a kid mode, that's like the best week ever. Like you don't yeah. have school. You have a bunch yeah. of new toys. Like it's go time. That's awesome. So yeah. What, what new toys did y'all get for Christmas? What the, Oh, I got a um, Nespresso machine. I, I've, I've been scoping one out for a while. Finally picked one out. I got it. I'm kind of in love with it. I'm not actually a huge coffee drinker, but I did get into the espresso stuff um, living in France. And uh, it's so it's much very better. convenient. It's very, it's very beautiful looking on my kitchen counter. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> no, that's a good toy, honestly. Because like I, I had a joke that like, you know, our Christmases aren't fun anymore, but honestly, like that's how old I've become. I got excited for your espresso machine, but I'm, yeah, I got yeah. new pots and pans. Like that's so that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, hell yeah, yeah. this pots and pans last year. Exactly, it. It was, I was I was stoked. Oh, meanwhile, meanwhile, my daughter got like a giant dollhouse. Like it's it's legit bigger than she is. It's like four floors. There's like stairs and things, and like it, it's it's like my son got 
so much Pokemon nonsense. Like he has a Pikachu bathrobe that I'm kind of jealous of. Oh but, yeah. Yeah, dude. But here's who I'm super jealous of y'all. Uh, and this is hundred percent true. The rest of everything I'm about to say is hundred percent true. I'm jealous of the person who sold my mom fake teen Titan toys via the internet. Uh, right, so here's the thing. My, kid, my son. Okay, dude, neither did I until very recently. <laughs> teen Titans is a, it's like a five man superhero group. There's two girls, three guys. One of them's Robin, like Batman and Robin. Oh. And the other four are just like people you've never heard of. And I wouldn't have either. So it doesn't matter. But here's the thing. My son is super into it. And I didn't know this until we started looking for toys. But the show hasn't like been new. Like there hasn't been new episodes since like 2016 or so. So they haven't been making toys since like oh. 2016. So my mom went online and thought she scored this super deal. Paid like way more than you should for five action figures. Well, they show up, y'all. <laughs> oh, God bless my mother. They show up and it's just... Somebody 3D printed some like bullshit lookalikes. All right. I am not exaggerating when I tell you this. Within legit six seconds, the one girl's hair fell off. Ew. She's now bald, but she's wearing a pink dress. She looks like the most aggressive skinhead tranny you've ever seen. <laughs> yes, she does. Scary toy. All right. The other doll, the other girl doll lost her head immediately. E immediately decapitated. My daughter did not love that. And here's my favorite no. part. One of the the characters is named Cyborg. He's a, his backstory is he's a, he's a black dude and he got in some trouble or something happened and now he's like half robot, half black dude. Well, the reason I say black dude is that the toy we got, he's Asian. Like it's very clear. And everyone's like, what the, f like who, like, so I'm pretty sure some dude online just like made this. Anyway, so like that, that was, that was the, the Christmas. Like I've genuinely never laughed harder at a, at a Christmas thing, but that's, that's like kind of the more fun of it. Like being an adult, I guess, because like, when's the last time y'all bought a toy? A, a functionless toy for me yeah or for my nieces and exactly i actually sat down and played with just a toy for hours like it was so much fun i think we should it be is better adults. I yeah think i've done it for my nephew now but not not for just myself but but yeah imagine if we all as adults every now and again obviously post covid and all that we all got we all got together and explicitly said like all right guys it's friday night we're gonna have a bunch of drinks and we're just gonna play gi joes or barbie i don't give a shit but it just purposely force ourselves into this world imagination it, zone it's I, don't, so I don't hate this idea actually i don't it's it's a mini vacation from all the bullshit that is happening right now. Imagine I mean, isn't that, isn't like gaming, like playing D and D or like call of duty. Isn't that a version of this, what you're talking probably, about more or less? Probably a better version, admittedly. Well, <laughs> I don't angry. know if it's a better version. Because well, isn't that way more violent? That too. <laughs> yeah. And also there's a certain, that world's already built for you in a way, right? Like, is mm. it the wonder of having a doll or a action figure? Like you let it do whatever you want it to do. It's all your imagination, right? I mean, yeah, I love Joe. That um, I mean, so kids are still into the Pokemon thing, and that was huge when we were in middle school. So it's come full circle. My mother legit bought Vance and I, yeah, Pokemon toys. I don't remember when, but let's say eighth grade. I don't know, whatever, doesn't matter. I think, yeah, twenty something years later, she has now bought my kids the same pokemon toys it's the same and, it's still happening. And, and that they had like it wasn't like they were popular for this whole period of time at least i don't think so they no, just had no. resurgence in the last five years or whatever it, it could be that we've just gotten older and like obviously like you know 27 year old us weren't paying attention but no it, fe it feels like that like it, it's suddenly like a like it's on commercials all the time and all that like it's weird how kids childhoods right now like are our childhoods like mm -hmm. sonic the hedgehog has made a comeback like obviously mickey mouse is still going like it it 
the permanence, I, I don't know if that was just like our generation, like we just got lucky or maybe it was better, but I doubt it. But like everything is still here. Powerpuff American Girl dolls were a big thing and they're, they're still, still here. popular. Still, still yeah. like it, everything that we grew up with is still here. And I don't know if that's just a sign of the times or it was just coincidental or whatever, but like mm-hmm. the permanence of our childhood is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think it kind of makes sense if you think about the fact that the people responsible for creating these things now are our age, right? True. So to bring back the things that they loved as children and sort of repackage them or recreate them in something or another, like, you know, it's a formula that works because it already worked on you. Yeah. So really just figuring out how to present it to like the youth now, that kind of makes sense to me as far as the way nostalgia works or the way, you know, things resurface over time. That's a great out of complete selfishness. No, but it's well, it's also a certain amount of laziness too, right? Like yeah, I don't right. have to admit anything new. Recycled ideas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's always been recycled ideas. Like Beowulf got told for thousands of years. <laughs> I don't know how many times you said Beowulf in this podcast. I love it. Beowulf comes up a lot. It's very relevant, guys. If you haven't read it, read it. I don't even know if it's anyways. Like, but that's kind of what we do. Like repetition is what we do. But no, I, it is kind of selfish. It, these CEOs of Mattel or whoever. They literally grew up with this stuff. And I look, I know it works. So let's just do it again. Yeah. I love it. All right. So past Christmas, New Year's resolutions. Well, first of all, how was your New Year's? What did y'all do for New Year's? Because, you know, pandemic. I um, uh, decided to try and make it a little bit celebratory, even though it wasn't. So, um me and the man friend uh, dressed up and like got, got like fully dressed as if we were to go out. Did you um, really? Yeah. So I put on like a dress with, you know, sparkles and earrings and high heels and the whole thing. And he put on like a white shirt and jacket and all and the whole deal. And uh, we actually picked up food from Perry's Steakhouse, like lobster. Yeah. And lobster. We did it curbside. Naturally. He, uh, you know, safe and all that jazz and uh, had some lobster and, you know, did some sparklers off the balcony and, you know, just kind of made a night out of it. That's awesome. Honestly, like that's like, good on y'all. Like that's as much fun. I mean, it's a different type of fun, but that's as much fun as going downtown could be. Like if you really put that much effort into it, you can make staying in like kind of exciting. Well, honestly, it was kind of fun because I mean, and, and I like, I had a whole bar set up here. So, you know, you. like, you know, make your own drinks and whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's more cost effective. It's less, you know, time consuming parking, all the, you know, crap that comes with oh, dude. all that. So it was, yeah, it was so much better than like going out anywhere to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> Pre-kids, Sarah and I went out, honestly, I think with Vance and, and probably everybody else at the time. Uh, but we went out downtown, 6th Street, New Year's, blah, blah, blah. After like the third club that you paid like 28 bucks to get in to then wait like two hours for a beer or whatever. It was just like, I'm sober. Like, I like A, I was broke. Still broke. But I was broke more then. And I was like, I've spent a lot of money to be sober, guys. Like, what are we doing here? That's the thing, for sure. It yeah. makes no sense. But it, it, it's the... I want to be seen and I want to see and I want to be a part of like the moment. Like, it's... <laughs> it's as much as, and, I, and I, actually I was, I was intrigued to hear you say you got dressed up because mm-hmm. my mom was in town, which was super nice. And she, uh-huh. uh, she took the kids and gifted Sarah and I two nights at the Ritz downtown Denver. And wow. yeah, dude, it was awesome. First of all, the, the Ritz is, is uh, I shouldn't be there, but everybody there was super dressed up. 
the the bar in the hotel was closed. The steakhouse was like John Elway Steakhouse closed. Everything downtown Denver, 10 p.m. curfew. Ain't nothing happening. But everybody still showed up dressed to the fucking max. Like mm. diamonds and pearl. You know what I mean? Like everybody in the lobby of this hotel, like 15 Sequins and all. Everybody just – literally, you dressed – you spent probably an hour just to get ready to spend 10 minutes in a lobby of a Ritz and then go right to your room and not leave. Like everybody kind of bought into the same vibe. Like Joe, really- can you describe what you were wearing during this? <laughs> oh, you um, Ash, um, I did not put on a jacket like your man did. Um, I am an asshole. And when I'm gifted things that I shouldn't have, I, I, instead of just enjoying it for what it is, I have to make it a weird social experiment. Um, so, uh, first of all, E, before I get to what I'm wearing, because I, I want to set this, I want to set this up. Yeah. Perfectly. Everybody in the lobby of this hotel is dressed the fuck up. There are right, Teslas right. in the park. Like it, we, we did uh, a friggin' valet. The car in front of us was the Tesla, the car behind us was a Mercedes. I'm driving a Mazda with a dent in the fucking hood. It's like, Hey, what's up guys? Me too. Everybody. Me too. What up? Uh, so anyways, we get inside. Everybody. My mom gave me this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I, I didn't even have cash. God, I didn't even have cash to tip the valet because I didn't even. Um, I, I'm not used to this. This is so. I was like, I had to. I had to literally, as I'm handing the valet the keys, I had to look at Sarah. And go, hey babe, do you have any cash? She pulled cash out of her purse, handed it to me, and then I, as like a child at the store paying for money from their mom's purse, gave it to the valet. So that's that's the start. I walk inside. Everybody's well, not everybody. Some people are mad because the Ritz is apparently overbooked. If you did not book directly through the Ritz, as we're overhearing from the two people in line in front of us, and you know, there's two different lines of people. Anyway, if you booked through Priceline or whatever the fuck, they weren't saying Priceline, but it was clearly yeah. other service and booked a suite or whatever it is you booked, you got downgraded hard. And there are okay. there are people wearing only because I've now Googled a bunch of purses, thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars worth of purses on their arms and different couples. There are people. Oh, I'm sure. Are, not screaming, and I will admit they're not screaming, but they are full voice talking in a way, you know what I mean? And yeah. I paid and I got a confirmation of the suite. I should have been notified. Here's my point. These people think they are so important simply because they have a Prada bag and an Armani shirt and they spent a couple hundred bucks on a hotel. You know what I mean? But I will say Priceline has screwed me before. Though. Have they? Yeah, dude, I, I I don't doubt it. I'm sure it's the same thing of like uh, airlines when they're like, oh, we accidentally overbooked. Like they're just going to sell everything they can sell and then fuck it when it comes down the wash. But these people are mad because they think they're important. You know what I mean? Like they in my head, I'm, I'm visioning like they think they are Post Malone. You know what I mean? Because because I paid six hundred dollars for this. Time out. I am, time, I am, out I am time out. Time out. Why did you choose Post Malone? Here's why, sir. Example. Here's why, sir. Because uh-huh. these people who think they are important, maybe celebrities ask because they think Post Malone would have walked into that place in shorts and a wife beater and stinking of weed and nothing. Yeah, he'd have looked like you, man. Exactly. Ashley, here's what I'm wearing. I am wearing cargo shorts that I have myself. Cargo shorts that used to be pants. I have cut them into shorts myself. And I am wearing a tank top that I've cut myself. It is a tie-dye t-shirt that I have cut into a sleeveless shirt. I have also cut my facial hair the way, actually, I think I did send you that picture. Yes, and I'm standing right next to a man in an Armani suit who's yeah. bitching about not having a room. And then I go, hey, can I get my room, bro? Thanks. And they hand me my keys. That's <laughs> pretty. I, I, I would pay to just do that interaction for sure. Yeah. What, what the hell different. kind of temperature is it that you're wearing shorts and a tank top? 
that's like 50. It's actually really nice here right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like genuinely like my, my daughter and I have gone to the park like six, seven days in a row. It's actually like legit nice here. So like, yeah, oh, it, nice. it really wasn't bad. I wasn't the only person, or at least I was the only dude in shorts. There were other women in skirts, but I was the only dude showing leg. Everybody else was wearing, you know, suits and things and such. Not the only tie dye, I'm sure though. I mean, I'm sure there was a couple others, you know what I mean? You know, one or mm-hmm. one or two. But no, it was good times, man. We did the same thing. We ordered steak and all that. And like, you know, it was it was honestly like we we made it our own like good time or whatever. But yeah, fucking New Year's. Okay. Did either of y'all stay up to the ball drop? That's the question. Did y'all make it at midnight? Did, yes, but it was like in bed shortly after. Yeah, the only reason I did is because I was with my family in Minnesota and we're all together. But like nice exhausted as it was happening i was like this is way past my normal bedtime y'all same oh dude maybe, maybe 12 30 you know what i mean <laughs> like, maybe, yeah, totally. maybe, did maybe. have fun though watching um anderson cooper andy cohen their coverage is just i mean if did you I'm catch so, me that joe so mad i missed it i didn't think about it till the next day and then i caught up on twitter but like oh they are so good at this i yeah. wish we turned it on earlier because i kind of forgot about it too but we caught some of the end and then like don lemon afterwards with brooke baldwin in their like silk pajamas just at home wasted Love but i mean anderson cooper's high-pitched giggle talking to snoop dog andy cohen just grilling him about every place he's ever been high it, it was so funny I, I was crying i was crying oh, Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know that there's a duo I like more together on TV right now than Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. They're yeah. so great. They're yeah. so great together. It's really quite amazing because they're I legit to- friends, right? Yes. And like it really comes across when they're being interviewed, and it's just it's it's really fun to watch. It is. Oh, I, love it. I love it. All right. Well, okay. So again, pretending today didn't happen. Uh, when you woke up January first, did you have? resolutions did you have like what were you looking for you know what i mean like everybody's resolutions right like did, did what what did you have what were you, were you ready for this <laughs> i guess eric you go first i don't know that, yeah i don't know that i thought about it january 1st you know what i mean like i didn't wake up and i was like all right this is the year i do this <laughs> you know what i mean like I, i'm pretty sure i woke up and i was like oh it's the first okay and then as the weekend went on and maybe now I thought about things I want to do through the year, but it certainly wasn't a thing where I put them in my phone and was like, let's get after it. But that's just me and my personality though. Here's my take. I made a big deal about making, I usually do resolutions anyway. I've kind but I did make a big deal about doing it for 2020 because you know, that was the change of a decade. It was a new chapter. I thought this everybody like like all Ash. Look what you I will say though, I made four um uh resolutions because I had tried to do better about paring them down. And uh three of the four did come true. So that that's cool. Oh. And um so this year, yeah, this year I did less about that, but I feel like this whole year has just been a, a whole lifetime of lessons throughout the year that I've kind of taken and internalized and just feel like I'll carry into 2021 and beyond. Yeah, that's an interesting, that, that was actually more interesting as I was thinking about what I want the next year to look like. It was much more informed by the previous year, I think, right. than any other year has been, right? Like. 2020 really made you think about like what you actually value and what is important to you because so much of that was taken away in a sense. Yes. So the resolutions, whatever I thought about this year as things I want to focus on or things I want to do had a lot to do with what 2020 was like, you know what I mean? 
and what and my sister made us do a thing on Christmas, which was great. We we went around the whole table. We said, "What was your best moment of 2020? What was something you struggled with besides like very obvious COVID related things, but something you struggled with and that was either resolved or that you're you know coming close to resolving? And then what's a personal goal for 2021 and what's a professional goal? Like very specific. Mm. Break it down that way. I don't like that. So we all came up with stuff. Yeah. Um, except for my parents who were like, we're retired and old, basically just stay alive. We're like, thanks for playing, guys. We checked out a while ago. We cashed in many, many years ago. And good for them. They're, they're both in just perfectly fine health and everything. We were like, can you aim a little higher? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, honestly. But, yeah, sometimes that's all you need. I look forward to that. I look forward to like, yeah, that's that. They're happy people. Happy they're concerned. like, you know, we're, it's fine. You know, we're like. To be fair, fine. like my professional goal every year would just be don't get fired. Like, I don't <laughs> Don't get evicted and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, all right. That kind of feeds into, um, this is, go with me here. This is a new, this, this isn't a quiz. This is a new type of game. And I, I'm, I'm semi stealing this from, uh, and maybe this isn't PC anymore, but Ellen's game of games. But um, I want you guys to, all right, how am I going to set this up? This is terrible. According to goskills.com, which is my Bible. Great it's, it's, I, absolutely. You can't, they've never steered me wrong. They gave a top 10 most common resolutions. I, I checked it on a couple of yeah. other websites. They're all basically the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of the 10, neither one of you say either one of them out loud or the number yet, just right now. Of the top 10 that multiple websites and I kind of, whatever, of the top 10, how many do you, th- do you think you can get right with only 10 guesses? How many do you think you can get out of 10? And here's the, here's the real question. Which one of you thinks they can do more? So I don't say anything yet. I'm going to put it to Eric. I'm going to ask you to put a number on it. Ashley, I will then come to you and say, can you beat that? Yes or no. If you say yes. Yes. Okay. I want, I want you guys to kind of bid against each other of who can actually. All right. I, I see what we're doing. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. 10 total, only 10 guesses. You get something wrong. Hey, you only got nine more to go, et cetera, et cetera. So, so. I'll give you. I'll give you five more seconds to, to really debate here. There's okay. ten. So I will start saying I think I could get four. Okay, Ash, you can get more than four. I was gonna say four. <laughs> she was gonna say no. Fucking you guys are insane. Of the top ten resolution twins up in the house, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Can you, you can I'll do more than four. Yes or no? Can you do more than four? You can do five. <laughs> All righty. Can you do six? Uh, I almost want to say yes, just so Ashley doesn't have to guess them all by herself. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please do. I, how about, how about, how about we together can get six? Ooh. Can do that? Teamwork. No, teamwork. Considering you are the team of this podcast. Be careful though. All right, I, I will let you confer. I suppose you don't have to be, tell me when it's your final guess because you got 10. And are these, uh, for like of all time, are these like 2021 specific? They are. It, it's definitely not of all time. It, it, it's certainly more recent. I can say for a couple of these are very specific to at least the last ten years. Okay. Okay. Definitely gave you a clue there, but you got the idea. Okay. Right. So I would say Ash, like what? Lose weight. Lose weight's got to be like exercise more. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of where my head was. I bet a lot of people put uh, quit smoking. Quit smoking. That's a good one. Travel. Mm. Especially as a result. Travel more. Maybe? Yes. 
Make you money. You're literally, you, I think you're five for five. Make well, more money. Well, we four, so that's good. There it is. One, two, Make three, four. <laughs> yes, you're right. All right. Smoking's done. Travel is correct. Uh, exercise, check. And actually, did you just say money? Yeah. Got him. All right. So, you, so far, so good. But now, I mean, you, get, you got a few more. All right. Let's see here. Uh, what would be the more recent ones? Like, I'm trying to figure out how last 10 years would play. Is it this something thing. about like finding a partner, spouse, love, something like that? Actually, no. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's all right. First miss. No big deal. Um, Let's see. Do, 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 do. We've done personal. Learn a language. Oh, yes. I like that one. Yes. Learn something new. They did, did language skill, et cetera. So, yeah. All right. I mean, I'm planning to read more books. I feel like people say do that a lot. I put that on my 2020, and I really, really did. I read a lot more this year. I read a ton. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah, absolutely. So far, quit smoking. Yes. Read more. Learn something new. Save money. Exercise, diet, and travel. You guys are killing it. You only got one miss. That's actually, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. You already got six. Well done. You got three more. You get them. We're geniuses. Uh, you got four more. You know, whatever. You got, can you get three out of the last four? Finish with a hat trick. What do people want to do? I mean, I want to sleep more, but I don't know if it's <laughs> that should be on mine, but no. It's <laughs> I'm already such a good sl- sleeper. <laughs> um, All right. This, the, the one that's definitely the last 10 years, uh, imagine what you've probably done more of every day for the last five to 10 years probably have upgraded this piece of technology multiple times in the last five to 10 years. We're always on them. Spend less time on your phone. Oh yeah. That is, is on that- multiple websites. Spend okay. less time on okay. my phone. Sure. Then the others get organized. Yeah. Drink- that would have never come up. Yeah. Drink less and yeah, spend okay. more time with family and friends. Family. Yeah. I was thinking family. I was going to say spend more time with family. Yeah. And because everybody does this dry January thing. Yes, every. Here's my favorite part: drink less, quit smoking. Smoking, hey, that might kill me. I'm gonna stop. But drinking, I'm just gonna do it less. I'm gonna, less. I'm gonna, I mean, I ain't gonna stop. Is the thing. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So I did, and actually, I like that your sister asked this because I did want to ask. And obviously, plenty of people. Like I had a whole speech written out before today went haywire. But like, obviously. Anybody who's affected by COVID, like, you know, we have 18 followers, but any of you, if you were like, fuck, man, I'm sorry. I genuinely, I think our hearts go out to you or anybody that was affected and all that. That aside, is there anything that you've enjoyed about, you know, 2020? Is there anything that you've enjoyed? Is there any, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what positives? Because I, I got a few. What, what positives? Like, and again, all of that aside, that's not the point. Plenty of people have died. Holy shit. All of that aside, clearly. I've kind of enjoyed wearing a mask in public. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, really? That's fascinating. I don't mind being anonymous, especially when I lived in a very small town. I had, I put on a hat and I covered my face. And I wore sunglasses. You don't know who the fuck I am, even in this tiny town. That I get it's. I enjoyed that, but then I admit, as soon as I moved back to Denver, it's like, oh, I don't care. Like nobody knows who I am anyway. So like the 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 anonymous the anonymity. So you like the anonymity. I really enjoy being anonymous in public. I found that out. I, I enjoy being like you. I couldn't dress like an asshole at the Ritz in South Dakota because that a I don't think there is a there's not one. B yeah. in a town like Pierre, they'd be like, hey Joe, what the fuck are you doing? Like what? Uh-huh. Why are you, you know what I mean? But there, they don't know who I am. They might right. think I'm Post Malone, or they might think I'm homeless. You never know. 
because when I went outside for a couple times and smoke and came back in, they're like, "Sir, what are you doing?" I was like, "No, I got a got a room key. Chill out." And the the looks on those people's faces when they yeah, had to open the door for me. But yeah, what did y'all take? Like, what positives did y'all get from twenty twenty? Did you learn anything about yourself? I feel like I really have enjoyed, and it took probably tor- till towards the end of the year, but I consolidated my friend circle quite a bit and kind of cut out the noise of like trying to keep up with the social happenings. Cause there weren't any, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think there, it, I mean, Austin has a pretty vibrant scene and did, and I was definitely a part of that prior to Paris and kind of jumped back into it after. And I've really enjoyed sort of the slowness of just really connecting closely with the people who truly matter to me the most. Yeah. It's interesting how those people have kind of come to the forefront in all of this, right? Like Mm -hmm. all those distractions are sort of gone and all those things you feel like you should be doing. And literally what I was going to say, Joe, is one thing I've enjoyed is not feeling pressure. Like I should be doing something. You know what I mean? Like I love sitting at home and reading and doing nothing. Right. But there is a part of me, even when I'm doing it, who's like, you know, you should probably like try and do something social at some point. Like Mm -hmm. you have the ability, you can do this, but that was all gone this year. And I actually really enjoyed that part of this year. The idea that like, I, I can actually use my time exactly how I want to. And there's no pressure to not use it that way which was just something I was putting on myself, right? Like that doesn't matter. Yeah. Sure. That's a, that's a, if, if we could societally bring that into the future, the idea to not A, judge others, but B, more specifically judge yourself for doing just whatever you want to do with a minute right. that free, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Honestly, like that, that's fantastic. Cause I kind of know what you mean. Like if I'm just, if I've ever watched like back to back sports games, like if I watch two hours of a game and then start a second game, there is that voice is like, bro, you've been sitting still a lot. Like, you know what I mean? And like, that's yeah. the amount of tweets or Facebook posts or whatever I've seen of people like, don't judge yourself for just making it through the day. Or, you know what I mean? Like yes. that's, that has become so much more in your face than I've ever seen it before. You know what I mean? Like, I also feel like that's, this is just, I don't know if it's just our generation, but we love words as art, like live yeah. that love or we dance in this kitchen or I sing when I shower, whatever the fuck there's words fucking everywhere. And we are on um, Instagram, but there's an account called middle-class fancy and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's just like making fun of like middle-class America, people who love yep. to eat at Chili's and have <laughs> live love signs in their kitchen. <laughs> I love it. A, a buddy I'd of love them if you're one of those people, but <laughs> when uh when that when that white couple brandished weapons, firearms at the protesters that were outside, uh, a friend of mine, she's fucking hilarious, and she texted me. We were texting about it, and she was like, "Yeah, that's not very live laugh love of them." And I was like, "That is a, to use it as a verb. <laughs> that is so that fucking good." It, she nailed that. Yeah, she's absolutely awesome. We should have her on one time. I'm gonna text her actually. Don't think about, it. but anyways, that kind of shit is fantastic. <laughs> but we have those words everywhere. But regardless, I love that we are now trying to at least openly tell everybody relax. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. Use your time however you want it. You're allowed to. Maybe that's what it is. The, the idea that we used to not think we were allowed to sit still or, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're just burning the candle at both ends, you know, just like 
just like Eric said, there's stuff to do. So I'm, I, I, you know, I should do it. Go to this concert, still yeah. wake up, go to an early meeting and then have dinner with another set of friends the next night. And, you yeah, know, and then sleep like an entire Saturday to, to catch up and then just, you know, to, to what end. And, and, you know, a lot of it was super fun and I don't, you know, I'm not saying I regretted any of that. And I think a facet of it is just getting older. I mean, I turned 35 this year. I totally feel like I'm in a different headspace and how I want to spend my time. But having the the kind of um, the space or the excuse, in fact, yes. to say no due to COVID um, really just makes you think like, okay, how much of that do I actually miss? And how much more of, of my time do I value, um, you know, spending it with people and, and, moments that really matter and also spending those that time with myself. I've always kind of been a person who needs I need the recharge. I can be extremely social, but I've always needed the the self like battery recharge time. And so having more of that is probably a good thing. Yeah. And like I wasn't doing a lot of those things, but the fact that I didn't feel like I should Right, I didn't have the opportunity that would didn't have to say no all the time. Yeah. And I didn't have to be like, okay, I should really go do this. Let's just Work up the courage, leave your house, Eric. You know that. Oh kind of thing. man, so, I, I don't know whose joke it is, and I, I apologize to the comedian that will never listen to this, so it doesn't matter. But they said something like, "The best feeling in the world is canceled plans at the last second. Like yeah. you're about to walk out the door, and somebody texts like, "Ah, oh, shit, got canceled." You're just like, yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, you, you've seen Jerry Seinfeld's latest um, uh, comedy special. He does this great bit about being like everybody's like, Oh man, you know, I'm inside. I got, I got to go out You get ready, go out. Then you get there and you're like, well, got to get back home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just, yeah, we get ready and we go places also. We can be like, yeah, I guess I'm just done. So you can say, Oh, you know, okay, this is it. This is everything I got dressed for. And you know, it's time to get back home now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. There's a, a beauty and, and, and perhaps I say even a brilliance to a person that is able to not have to physically leave the house to remind themselves of that feeling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I absolutely have to have that feeling. I have to go for a run or fucking fight a a person at a gym or like in a gym, 18 of you chill out. Like I I just like fighting. Anyway, I have to fucking shit. I have to, but to be able to tell yourself, no, you don't have to just relax. I I am so bad at relaxing until I do that. If I Mm -hmm. have like worked out or done some shit. Like I, I, you know what I mean? Like I, there's a, there's a beauty in not needing that and just relaxing. And I feel like maybe, maybe societally we're doing that. At least I hope so. I think it'd be a nice thing to carry on. Mm-hmm. And Joe, I'm interested in your opinion about this because you worked from home for a while, right? Mm. And part of me wonders if the feeling I'm getting and the feeling a lot of people are getting, I think is because we've been able to work from home. And so that extra thing of having to be out already and sort of being like, well, I went here, so I'm already out, so I can do X, Y, or Z. And we're just sort of, even working from home sort of, I think, tones down sort of, it makes work more about you than it does about the workplace in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Say. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious if that helped or if that changed any mindsets we think as far as like the way people process their own time. Dude, that's what I, I, mean, I, I would imagine it would have to, right? I mean, I dude, back in the day, um, alle- allegedly – let, I'd never. Mm-hmm. I, I would do some things on before the drive home because you know it's a forty-five minute traffic, three mile an hour drive. So fucking mm-hmm. relax, nothing's gonna happen. But by the time I would get home, I'm exhausted. Like it's it's basically six p.m. I'm done yes. and I'm laying dead. Whereas now, I, whenever I get done with my day, depending on whatever the fuck's going on, I mean, y'all about the same way. If you got work, but like 
you're done and you just like turn around and like, oh shit, there's my TV. Like that's my fridge. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. All right. Like it's, it is a total time different. is immediately yours, right? Instant. It, yeah, dude, it's instant. And that's the difference. There used to be a loading time. There used to be AOL dial up track. Yeah. Right home. Yeah. yeah. And now we're all like Google fiber or whatever the fuck. I will say my personal goal for 2021 is better time management though, because I, I've really, as I know, a ton of people have, allowed the work from home to kind of bleed into personal time and where do you set the boundaries for that and uh i work with an international office so i you know if i if i wake up early i'll hop on the computer early and then i'll you know i'll allow myself sometimes if i think of something grab the computer late at night and you end up clocking way more hours than you potentially should and also just and then my time my brother-in-law brought this up. It's a good point about, um, God, how do you put it? Active versus passive ways to spend your time. So not just scrolling through Instagram or flipping Uh, TV channels. It's like, if you want to watch a TV program, that's fine, but you should set aside the time to watch that program and not flip through the channel. If it's something that you're interested in seeing on Instagram, or if you want to scroll through Instagram, do it, but set aside a 30 minute window and get that out of the way for the rest of the day. Not just like pick it up and allow yourself to get distracted and just kind of concerting more time. I would like to get back to more of a, um, a real concentrated work environment where I really click in from, you know, eight to five and then I'm able to kind of shut it down and, and have my time from, you know, that time till the evening would be probably better mentally healthy for me. Yeah. Part of all that sounds sort of like just being in the current moment, right? Like mm-hmm. sort of focusing your time and attention and just literally living in that single moment and being like, this is what I'm doing right now. This is what I'm focused on and important. Mm-hmm. And then pass and picking something else up, right? Yeah, but I feel like distraction has been the name of the game. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, speaking of today, like I've spent way too much time having CNN on in the background and letting it upset me and distract me from, you know, other thoughts that it could have been way more productive. When you know, a lot of it is just things that are filling my mind with stress, anxiety, frustration that, you know, doesn't have a proper outlet. So it is so bizarre, dude. Cause like, I, I'm with you. I, I watched CNN. I mean, again, thanks actually for texting our little group to make sure I was aware that the world's on fire, but like that shit happened all day and it was just fucking chaos. And it was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Then I put down my phone, took my kid to the park and my daughter to the park. Good. And we weren't even at the park. We were a good 20 yards from the park and some random stranger little kid, it was just like, hey, you want to go on the swings? And my oh. daughter just sprinted over. And now they're best friends. Like, That's awesome. What, That's a, great. how do both of those things, those very real moments, how are both of those happening at the same time? How, how is that possible? And B, more importantly, why does it stop? At what point do you stop yelling at strangers and asking them to swing with you or whatever the fuck you're doing? And at what point do you start putting up walls and looking at they and others? And you know what I mean? Like, ha- like it, it blew me away. And sure, I got a little high before I went to the park. It's fine. Don't judge me. It blew me away how both of these things, like I had just turned off CNN minutes ago. So the shit was right. happening. And I'm now playing with some other little kid talking to her mom who just moved over from Hawaii or whatever the fuck. Like, how are these moments happening at the same time? How are they congruent? And I don't understand you know what I mean? Well, I think the world is inherently and inst- intrinsically still a really beautiful place. And this is a subset of 
honestly, people that I, I really, you know, this is an ideology. This is not, this is not conservatism. This is not Republicans. This is, no. it's a cult really. It's, it's, and, and I have to believe that that is a small subset of the population. And I do think that there is, a, you know, this 24 hour media news coverage can, you know, it's a double edged sword. We transparency is paramount, but having this on loop all day, every day, not just, not just today, but any of yeah, it, you know, it's just being blasted. I mean, he's already putting it on Twitter and then we've got it on every news channel being debated and analyzed from every angle. It just adds fuel to the fire and it does it, it, it just like what you said Joe you just t- you walk out your front door it's a beautiful yeah, day in chirping, and there's nine people and adorable children and fresh air and the world is still a great wonderful place to be and people are friendly yeah and that's but that's the world's always been that way right like the world has always been full of horrors and full of beauty at the same time right and like sort of keeping both of those ideas in your head and your mind all at once Sort of is the way life works. Um, did y'all watch Soul, by the way? Shit, dude, so good. So good. I'm so, so, I'm so good. glad I can yeah. finally join in on the movie conversation because, yes. We'll talk about it when you watch it, Ash, because I think it could, it kind of applies to what we're talking Genuinely, about. Genuinely, it like, went, which is kind of the theme of a lot of movies lately, kids' movies lately. It goes way deeper than you'd probably be like. That's all Pixar movies. Pixar movies. I haven't seen it yet, but my sister and Philip watched it, but they actually, I mean, Teddy's one, so he wouldn't. Yeah, right. Anyway. But there, but there was a lot of um, there was a lot of mommy bloggers who got pretty upset that thinking that that was way too like not a kids movie and oh, inappropriate dude. for them to watch. Dude, and, it's real deep. It actually caused my son to ask me some questions, and we had a really fun conversation for like two minutes, and we went back to Teen Titans. But we had a okay, really. I'll watch it this weekend, and let's. It's, let's it's yeah, but I think that's part of the idea of a lot of those movies, right? Like some movies are made for nine year olds, and some movies are made for five year olds, right? right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to me that they choose to look into these things and tackle these questions and sort of present these ideas to children in a certain way. I'm I'm very curious to see how people who grew up with these Pixar movies process the world as they get older, actually, because I feel like they've started to think about these things earlier and in a different way than we did, right? Like we were sort of introduced to these ideas like through the church in some ways. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is sort of a version of that. And it's it's similar, but it's different as somebody who's seen the movie, Joe. And I just excuse me. I'm just very curious to see how it impacts the way kids process the world as they get older. It kind of gives them tools to figure out it gives them a language to understand what's happening, right? Right. Sort of an idea and a different perspective on things. And I think Mm -hmm. I doubt either one of you have seen Crudes starring uh, I think Nick Cage as the as the main uh crude you know caveman guy. I'm aware of it, I have not seen yeah, it. I see everything. I saw it. Yeah, the etiquette. Dude, I fucking how do you you I love you? Uh there's a TV, there's a Netflix adaptation. There's like five seasons. Don't watch it. Oh, but there is one there is don't. Don't N- Nick Cage ain't there. Nobody came back. Doesn't matter. Point is, there is an episode literally that I watched yesterday that I wasn't planning on bringing up, but it kind of fits. There's a uh, one of the characters gets hit on the head. One of the cavemen gets hit on the head and imagines a sky foot that is all knowing and threatens them to be more grateful for your life or I'm going to squish you. 
And mm. the rest of the episode is her running around telling everybody about the sky foot and how we all need to praise the sky foot and yada, yada. And at the, the end, you know, there's a whole thing and blah, blah, blah. But the end of it is like the sky foot actually reaches out to her in another dream and goes, I didn't say you should be thankful for me and praise me. I said, you should be thankful for your friends. Now get out of here. And mm. that's such an eloquent way to put a kid's show about God. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's totally a God episode. What they were doing purposely was, exa- you know, swap out any religion name, but that's the point. The, the character right. went around screaming and yelling, hey, everybody needs to convert, convert, convert. And then at the end, they realized, oh, that wasn't the point. And that's beautiful. And that's something that I was never given. We were never given. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what they are given is a more open-ended view into this yeah. philosophical religious realm or whatever, where we were given right angles. And that's fine. What, what it brought us to is, you know, we're hopefully not. Yeah assholes hopefully kind of sort of maybe you know whatever but it what they're giving them is the same beautiful world and the same potential for you know whatever you want to go we, you know I don't, I don't got the time or energy to go into god talk you know what i mean it's giving them that outlet in those tools i actually like that it's giving them tools at a young age so hopefully it breeds nice gratitude because you the way you set it up like being thankful for things they that's supposedly a very transformative thing. And there's a whole slew of like gratitude journals out there. If you just start your day waking up thinking, and it's helpful to write it down what you're thankful for. Um, They say that has like amazing properties on how it even changes your brain chemistry and, and your outlook on life. I have made it a point. And this was a couple of months ago. Mm, Yeah. Ish, whatever. doesn't matter. First thing I say out loud, I say it physically out loud. Life is awesome. Every day, every morning, as soon as I walk, it, I'm not even standing sometimes. I'm just like, man, life is awesome. And you, you just like, even in the mornings when I'm like, I fucking hate everything. You know, like my job's whatever the fuck or Trump's whatever the fuck. Or, you know what I mean? Even though you still go, man, life is awesome. And just try to start your day that way. And I mean, look, I, I'm not going to tell anybody how to do anything, but it's nice. It honestly yeah. it puts me in a better frame just to start the day. That's yeah, great. I have affirmations on my phone. I will look at no them shit. Just be like, yeah, this is this is, these are things I need to remind myself of. Yeah, dude, it, I remember the song from. I mean, we were probably super young, maybe even pre Hyde Park. But count your blessings, count them one by one. Something about all the other things that got us, you know, whatever. But that's Sunday the idea. Right? Yeah, that's something. But I mean, it's it's that idea. Sure. Spend time purposely focusing on why shit is awesome, and you'll find that there's a lot of reasons on why shit is awesome. Spend focusing on Trump and the rest, and you'll you'll, you'll go down that rabbit hole too, and that spins you the fuck out. Yeah, that's what I want. Twenty twenty one. Stay focused on the positive. You know, it's it's hard. It's this year's tested us all. The last year has tested us in ways that we never could have imagined. And this coming year might again. It it might, but I man, I feel like it it will, but it'll just be different. Yeah. So hopefully, that's the thing. uh, It's always going to test us. It's just. We have different tools for it now because of what we went through in 2020. All right, I will feel a lot better on January 20th. <laughs> yes. I will feel a sense of relief, um, hopefully. Human species will come away from this COVID and, and Trump, and if you want to roll it all into 2020, call it that. But do you think we will come away tougher or stronger or whatever, you know, mentally stronger for it? Do, do you think this actually, I mean, again, not worth the lives spent, not worth the time and money frontline workers and uh, you know, brrr, all that. I mean it, not worth it. But since it has happened, will we come away stronger for this as a people? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think we'll come away more appreciative and thankful, right? Like we were just talking about, right? Like I think that's already happening as we're sort of every little thing we get to do, like even, you know, 
I think about going and sitting in a movie theater, right? Like, yeah. which I took for granted, but I love doing, and I will be, I'm so thankful when I get to do it again. You know what I, I mean? Can't like, wait. Little things like that. Yeah. Can't Dude, wait. The first concert I go to, I, it's yeah. not a matter who that, even if it's a band I've never heard of, I'm scream singing as soon as I understand the chorus. As soon as the right. chorus comes around second time, I, you're going to hear me because I can't wait. Absolutely. Well, all right, Joe. If anybody out there is listening, count your blessings. And Denise Miller is blessing number one. Love you. Thanks for listening. 100%.